Hey, this is All Natural Ashley, and you're listening to the Three Count Podcast. I'm in fashion, roll with cold passions. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. And by season four, our 300-something episode, I would think that you would just say, with me, I am your Sherpa. Because like your tribal chief, acknowledge me. But like every good Sherpa, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. And that's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. So who's entering the ring? Well, you can find this person at SWA, EWA, Route 33, MEW, VPW, NCW, ACW. Uh, you can find this person at PTPW. She is super, super talented, super stylish, very artistic, and she's known by many names. But today, she is known as All Natural Ashley. Hi, thank you for that shining introduction. You know, hey. you know, you know my career better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what? That's the thing, though. It's like, here at the Three Count Podcast, you got to do the research on your people. So if you don't know them, like, what are you going to, what are you really going to do? That is impressive. And I appreciate that. Because that does you not know, always happen. I was going to say, like, like every, every wrestling match, you, know, you got to have that shine spot. You know, you got to shine your, you got to shine your opponent up. Let them know, like, hey, this is the good look. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. for those who don't know, I was going to say, for those who don't know who you are, who is All Natural Ashley? Um, All Natural Ashley. Um, I've been dialing in, and actually, over the past year, I've been experimenting with three different gimmicks. Um, one was a tortured artist. One was the wilderness girl, and the other one is actually the gimmick that I have been trying to do my entire career, but couldn't really quite figure out how to do it until recently, and have everybody understand what it is, but it's a a new-aged, spiritual, hippie chick. And that is the one that I'm going to stick with. It's something to be watching, right? So for like the last year, like I've gotten to know you like from EWA, SWA, right? Just like watching you work like uh, that I've watched you kind of like morph into all these different characters. And I find it very intriguing because like you've like each character that you've done, you've like embodied it like so well. Like I, I remember at one SWA show, you were you were the tortured artist, right? You were like very like, and like you like the the switch you're able to flip. I was like, hey yo, <laughs> and like screaming, getting carried out of the carried out of the ring and out of the uh, out of the uh, the the place that we were wrestling at. It was very fun to watch you just have fun being like expressive. Oh man, you have me smiling ear to ear right now. I appreciate that. And I, somehow I completely forgot that I did that. That was hilarious. I like, I started <laughs> screaming and I just knew I had to commit to it all the way through the curtain and behind. <laughs> and, yeah, it was a great moment. <laughs> oh, it really was. I was laughing my ass off because I was like, damn, I and then like. Yeah, because like we've had conversations like 
you know, like sh- sh- like with merch and stuff like that, just like having full on conversations and stuff. And it's like it's it's very it's very interesting to be able to pick your brain, right? And the the one thing I loved watching you do, right? And this was this was something I, I brought to you at the last SWA show that we were together at was like your ability to like sit down and like work with someone who's it's either their first or second match and just like guide them through the match it was like it's unmatched. Like I just ha- have to be honest. Like just to watch you like say as patient as you are like in the ring with people because you know you could get frustrated and you could like just you could be that person that like is a veteran and just like destroys a person in the ring and no it's not really doing anything for you but whatever you're just trying to get through it but to watch you just talk to people because you know they're nervous and there's like first time in the ring and you're just like hey yo let me guide you it'll be okay and so like watching you both at ewa and swa do it i was like damn that is that is the the way I want to carry myself in the ring as a professional when we're in a match. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate <laughs> that. It really, you know, that that is that is a big. I mean, like, not in, in like an egotistical way, but that's a big point of pride for me because you know there's a lot of history of people being nasty to each other in the wrestling business, and it doesn't have to be like that. It's not helpful or healthy for anyone to live that way so I really try to like be the change that I want to see and you know like I know how it feels to have somebody meet be mean to you for your first match and like try to beat you up and not want to do anything with you and you know go home in tears and stuff and I don't want anyone to have to feel like that over something that they love to do yeah, it was something that like I I was lucky enough that my first couple of matches I never had to experience something like that. I've had situations where like I had to question myself whether I really really was meant for the business or not. But I've also had like great mentors come through and just sit with me and talk with me about like, hey, like yeah, you messed up here, you messed up there. Don't worry about it. Just relax, breathe, and let's get you pushing here. Let's get you pushing there. Let's get to doing this, get doing that. And then they start teaching you like how to fix those things. And it's been really it's really a blast to like be a part of those kind of scenarios. And like, you know, when I watched you and Taylor entering at SWA, because Taylor, like she comes from the same school that I'm at. She with Nick. Right. And I helped train her. And so to see her in the ring and then get to see you kind of like educate her and talk to her back through it. I was like, okay, that's how you got to do this, this, and this. And like, I, actually had a practice match with her on on a past Sunday. Don't worry about which Sunday it was, guys, who are watching this. But I learned a lot just because I wasn't doing the things that I needed to do. And I had to go back. and I re- So I recorded all the matches at SWA. And I actually went back and watched your match. And I was just watching your match and watching you work through it and just, like, telling her, like, hey, here's what I want you to do. Here's where I want you to get this. Here's where I want you to get that. And I was like, damn, I need to start doing that kind of stuff more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, learning how to, like, feel, like, getting to the point where you're comfortable enough to talk to somebody in the ring and guide them and, like, get them in the right spot definitely takes time. And I don't think people realize that because, you know, first you have to, like, get yourself comfortable enough to to the point where you're like, all right, like, I feel like I have this under control and I know, like, no matter what happens, I'm going to be able to recover, 
Yeah, and, and it's, it's, a, it's a testament to you because, like, you're able to help, like, slow things down and then move it bit by bit. And so when I was watching watching back, like, I remember, like, I couldn't hear it on the film, but I remember listening to it live, and I was like, oh, oh, that's where she said to do this. Oh, that's where she said to do that. And I was like, dang. And the, it, it reminds me that regardless of, like, how long you've been in the business, like, you should constantly be communicating with the other person instead of just, like, trying to, like, remember everything you should be talking the match out so like yes. i guess I, i'm gonna start looking for more tips and tricks on like how to do that better because like i know like sean michaels was like chewing gum the whole time when he was like in matches and that's how he was able to like direct his guys so i'm like maybe there's something that i could may not chew gum because i'm afraid i might swallow it <laughs> yeah i'm totally afraid that i would swallow the gum i would definitely swallow the gum <laughs> But, you know, a question I want to ask, though, is for those who don't know who you are, who is, who, like, how did you get into the business? Um, all right. So I started wrestling in 2012. Um, I went to school to be an art teacher and I couldn't find a full time job. And, you know, like, like you spend your whole life as a student and you're like, all right, like, I don't know what the next step is. Like. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And so you kind of have to like let loose and like find some new aspects about yourself. And um, I had been interested in wrestling. Well, I, I was a huge fan. Like I was obsessed with wrestling actually. And I never saw myself as an athlete, but um, I kind of like wound up on a path to like I don't know, things kept inspiring me to, like, possibly do it, and I had gone to, like, one school, and I got kind of, like, weird vibes and decided not to go there, and then I got invited to go see a Chikara show, and that was the first, like, independent show that I ever went to, and that was a really inspiring moment, and then I, one of my friends at the local hipster bar had started training at a school in York, and I was like, all right, like, this is my sign, like, I'm gonna do it, so I signed up having absolutely no idea how to be a wrestler, do any moves, really, like, no athletic background, and I would you know, I was, like, spraining my ankle running the ropes and stuff, so it was long, hard road for me. That is insane. Like, I, I understand, like, the aspect, because, like, what people don't realize is, like, even if you're still, like, in a ring running, like, those mats, some mats are, like, just really, really soft, right? And it's so easy to, like, lose your balance, so, like, constantly having to work on your footing to understand, like, how to balance yourself perfectly, like, it's still a challenge, no matter how athletic you are. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, I don't know how tightly that canvas was tied down back then, so it could, it could have just been a loose canvas. I don't know. But <laughs> I know that I am a lot more coordinated than I used to be. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's, that's how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be like, as you, as you get in this longer and you're doing it, like, you know, the more, you get more comfortable in different rings and stuff like that. I know uh, I, I worked a show uh, with Sicken, and uh, I hit moonsaults, like, off the second rope, like, all the time, right? But yeah. at this one particular place, I went to go do a moonsault, and, like, the middle rope 
like when I hit it initially, it felt okay. And then when I went to go do the moonsault, yo, it was loose. And so I had to like learn how to three quarter, like right over my shoulder. So like it looked like Vader's backflip instead of like a normal moonsault. It was like, I'm so grateful I did it. And even uh, to this day, like Sicken will tell me, he's like, I don't, I don't know how you did that. He's like, cause he's like, I wouldn't have been able to. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, the death spiral almost happened. Good <laughs> well, I'm glad you survived. Yeah. I mean, there's so, so many different rings. Ropes are different heights and widths apart, different sizes. And, you know, sometimes it makes a big difference. That is the one thing that, like, I've come to find out. And, and, and I was told this initially, too, so I kind of already knew what to expect. But to have it really come come to fruition was definitely different. But it was that every every ring bounces different and every ring's ropes feel different. So you always want to make it a point to, like, ask questions like, hey, is it cool if I hop in a ring real quick? You just kind of test some things out. And then from there, like, yeah, then from there, obviously, you're going to have to adjust your game based on whatever the 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 ring ropes are feeling like I know I went to like one place where like the top rope was like just a hair shorter than what like I was normally hitting. So when I hit it the first time, like my neck went back and I like almost like fell out of the ring. And then they were like, yeah, in this ring, you have to kind of like buckle your knees a little bit to hit the ropes. Right. Otherwise you're going to just like give yourself whiplash. And I was like, thanks for telling me now. <laughs> <laughs> You don't say. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and like grabbing the back of my neck. I was like, yeah, I think I just broke my C1, bro. Like just hitting these ropes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But speaking of doing bad things, what's the worst bump you've taken? The worst bump? Um, like I, early on when I was a manager, very early on in my wrestling career, I did take some sort of something outside of the ring and I took a bump on the concrete. And I don't remember it hurting at all, but like, I'm sure that I was running on adrenaline. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I really knew how to like take a full force snap bump properly yet at that time, but I did take a concrete bump once. Yeah, that's that's a thing that like I feel like that's like a, becoming a common story like on the three count podcast. Like a lot of people have been telling me they've taken some sort of variation of a bump on concrete, whether it's like a German suplex or somebody got powerbombed one time on uh oh on God. yeah. I was like, yo, that's just intense. <laughs> like that's not my that's not my type of thing ever. <laughs> like a clothesline or a spear or something like that it wasn't anything like it was my own bump so one of my other uh things I like to ask a lot of people too is like what's one of the hardest lessons that you've had to learn being in the business oh man that's I mean you never stop learning lessons but I honestly I think like the hardest lesson for me has been self-confidence, like believing in myself and knowing 
that it's okay to speak up for myself when I know that I am right about something. And it doesn't have to be about being right, you know, but like, like being confident in my abilities and not like holding myself back for other people. And that is something that I, like I struggle that. with to this day. I, I like that though. I like that. You, you, you bring up a good point. I want to let you continue. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you though, but you bring up a great point about self-confidence. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I want to be humble and like, I know that there's, you know, like everyone's point is valid and everyone should be able to contribute to the match. But like, you know, there's a point where you have to be confident to know like what you're saying is right and it's for the good of the match and it's gonna make the story better and get the audience invested more or you know it's like not feeling like I have to dull myself down because no, wrestling, I... wrestling is for showing off <laughs> that's literally I... what it is. <laughs> I <laughs> I love <laughs> we got hit back on multiple points. So you bring up a great example of like self confidence, right? Because like as you you you're you've been in the business for a, a, a little bit, and you kind of like understand that like hey, like I've been around the block a time or two to kind of understand like how the how the crowd feels or how this is gonna feel, how that's gonna go, or how we want to put this into storytelling. Like you start you you already understand like how that all works, and like for me. One thing, like a couple years ago, um, like I used to wrestle without a shirt on, like everywhere, right? And then, like, it got brought up to me that, like, I need to, like, start thinking about wearing a shirt because, like, at the time I was, like, about, like, 210. I was kind of, and I wasn't, like, as in shape as I, like, wanted to be, but I was just kind of, like, trying to get there. And someone told me that I needed to wear a shirt. So, like, I started, like, actively wearing shirts more and more often and to the point where it just became, like, so comfortable up until, like, just like a couple, like last month, actually, I finally decided that I was like, you know, what? I want to wrestle without a shirt. I'm gonna try it out for the first time. And I did. And like, I was like, oh, man. And a lot of people were like, dude, like, why are you wrestling with a shirt on? Like, you need to take that thing off and like, let people and it started finally building. I finally had enough confidence in myself to be like, hey, I'm gonna go do this finally. And like I did. And I was I was happy with where I was finally. And like, being being who I was and where I wanted to be and it's like now I have this attitude of like all right now I got ideas of like how I want to play off like the 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 attire that I wear and like how I want it to all like work out and it's been it's it's a crazy journey to be on to like build that confidence up and to like know like hey all right so now I'm here at this level of feeling confident and now I just want the rest of the confidence to build on top of where I'm at now yeah. Yeah. It's so important. And I'm so happy for you that you got to that point. That's awesome. Oh. Yeah, it's been a it's been a bit. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> but then now like everybody's like, I want you to grow your beard out. I was like, I don't want to grow my beard out all the time. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like, all well, right, we have all this stuff going on. <laughs> Well, you can't make everybody happy, but you can make yourself happy. Uh, it's 100%. And yeah. you, 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 you talk about this too. Like, 
wrestling is like it's your time to shine like you are like when you're in the ring like you are the center of attention and i couldn't think of a better way to like bring that up than like to talk about that because like you i mean listen like there's a bunch of people they paid to watch a bunch of wrestling matches and one of those matches is yours so like you get to show off and show like how creative you get to be in the ring with another person and i think that's such that's such a fun way to look at this crazy world that we're in and like now that i'm now that you've got me thinking about it i'm like bro like i want to i want to start showing off like my creativity of like how my character is perceived in the ring and out of the ring so now i'm like i'm gonna have to start building more stuff around my character to like make it more fun for like the audience to enjoy yes and that's that's what takes you to the next level now like look at the most popular indie shows like the people who are the most over who are getting signed and stuff are the people with the biggest characters who have unique ways of expressing who they are in the ring without words and in promos with words it's it's funny because like uh no. last year last year i got to thinking about doing something that was kind of different for like red dog as the character and so i started doing what was called red dog's thought of the day and like it started off as just kind of like i don't know let me just find like random ass quotes and shit to say and just see how this takes off and to hear people like come to me at different wrestling shows now and be like Hey Red Dog, what's your thought of the day? And I'm like, oh my god, like you watch all the stuff that I'm putting out there right now. Like, uh, well here's here's a Red Dog's thought of the day. <laughs> it's been it's been a lot of fun to be able to do something like that and watch people react to it. That's awesome. It is exciting sometimes when you put them out there and you have no idea. Like, you're like probably no one has even watching this, but you know, I'm just gonna go out there and have some fun and like people catch on to things and are receptive and will like come talk to you after the show and like like you know like the educated which like most fans are educated about wrestling like they'll be like oh like somebody told me they really liked my act and my character and stuff and i was like wow thank you i appreciate that like i've been working really hard to like develop these characters over time and like be different and even just like two people at a show telling you that, like, you know, makes it all no. brother, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, uh, what? Another question I like asking. Yeah. So, and for those who are wondering, how come yeah. like? For those who are in that, if you made it, if you if you're here, right, uh, you're wondering. Uh, Ashley's actually driving to a show right now, <laughs> so like, talk about like putting in hours. Did you say it was like a seven hour drive that you have going on today? Today, well, I am cosplaying as Darkwing Duck, and I'm also driving to a wrestling show in Maine. But tonight, I am staying in New Hampshire, so I, I'm knocking out seven of the almost 11 hours today. Otherwise, Dang. I would have had to leave my house. That I don't even want to think about it. So, yeah. It's so, it's so weird because people who watch every episode, if you watched 
if you watched the last episode, you would have seen me reference Darkwing Duck on that episode <laughs> before I ever jumped on. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. I'll tell you about it. That's I'll tell amazing. you about it. Darkwing awesome. Duck is my Dark favorite cartoon. It was a good one. Dude, Disney Plus has everything. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, DW is like one of my favorite theme songs, like hands down of like all time. When there's trouble, you call DW. <laughs> Let's get dangerous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, so. <laughs> you should yell that when you do your fire up. <laughs> oh, you hey, you know, I there's been like different times where I've thought about doing things where it's like, um, as like I I get started in a match and like right when the bell rings I yell out like maximum effort just like like Deadpool or like something equated to that or maybe even just like find like synonyms randomly to put them together so it sounds like maximum effort even though it's really not but yeah I think doing a power up now like hit someone with a spine buster and just be like let's get dangerous <laughs> I think yeah. I think people would pop I think people will pop for it <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, another question I like asking people whenever I get a chance to, uh, you've been in a lot of different locker rooms. You're clearly traveling to different states. So I need to know one do and one don't of the locker room. Um, one do and one don't. Do always wash your gear. Because when somebody has a smelly gear bag, like, it's not good. It's not good. I don't mean to sound like a snoot, but like, it, you know, if it's a really hot day in a really tiny locker room, it's not good. And <laughs> don't, this is just a personal one because I'm working on asserting boundaries but like if you don't know someone don't pressure them into like an awkward hug mm. because some people have to go through things and they don't really want to be touched by strangers for long periods of time and it's nothing personal just like be aware that some people don't want to be touched like that true very true I like that. I like both of them. And you should just know, like, sometimes, like, just keep your hands to yourself. Like, you don't have to be... Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the fist bump works just as well as, like, giving somebody a hug. Yeah, totally. A fist bump or even just a wave hello is perfectly acceptable. Or I just look at everybody. Like, I'll try to see as many people, and I'll try to say hi to everybody and try to go shake hands. But if I see you, like, clear across the, the locker room, I'm not going to walk all the way through everybody else's stuff just to go shake your hand. I might be like, hey, like way frantically, like an immature, like five-year-old and just, you know, do that thing. But at least, you know, I'm going to wave at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I think that that is a perfectly healthy and acceptable way to greet people, especially with our new um, diseases that we have. You know, some people still have their own boundaries about that and that is okay so you know 100 i welcome hugs 
if people want to hug me, I welcome in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are definitely people that I hug, and we can work up to a hug. But like, you know, sometimes when I don't know you, it's just a little too much for me, and that's all. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, like I'll see people and I'll be like, this bump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, so let's get into my favorite part of the Three Count Podcast, right? Ms. Ashley, this is the Three Count Podcast presents the 10 count questions, and this is how it works. I'm going to fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast, and whatever your answer is, that's your answer. Okay. So we're going to put on a, yeah, so I'm going to put on the imaginary timer for added pressure. Bing! And in the words of Mike Goldberg, here we go. Smackdown or Raw? I'm going to go Smackdown because that's the first one I saw. Favorite movie? Beetlejuice? Uh, hey, you know, I like that call, though. <laughs> I really like, do. There's like five, so I had to pick one really quick. <laughs> I like that. Marvel or DC? Um, Marvel? Okay. Favorite actor? Favorite actor. Ooh. Or actress? Nicole Kidman. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, favorite pose? Child's pose or tree pose? Oh, they're both so good. Dang. I'm feeling child's today. Okay. Favorite cartoon? Oh, man. Oh, there's so many good ones. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. This is taking me forever. I'll just that just means that. Okay. Classic. That's a good one. Uh, Apple or Android? Apple. Nice. Favorite podcast? Um, all my favorite podcasts go away. I'm going to have to go with Heroes Wrestling. That was the only podcast for a very long time to me. Okay. I like and that. Three counts, uh, three counts. Yep. <laughs> right? Right? We right there. We right there. We take a Listen, three years now, four years running in, in doing this. Like, hey, we, we've been around. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. Uh, Common MK, baby. Yes, 100% yes. I got I, I to gotta reach out to him. <laughs> yes. And last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person that comes on this show. Favorite curse word. Favorite curse word. Favorite curse word. Can it be a phrase? Sure. Like son of a, son of a beech tree. I like it. Hundred <laughs> percent. I love it. For Merry Christmas. I you know it's funny. It was funny. So like um the other day uh we were training 
and we were telling our guys like hey take these bumps and then like sell the bump like okay obviously sell the bump like a hers right but then like don't use a curse word to sell the bump use something else right use some other kind of phrase and I, I I give an example. So I hit the mat and I come back. I was like, ah, oh, son of a brachiosaurus. Like, I was like, yes, that's, I was like 100% from the Flintstones movie. I was like, it's a straight pull. <laughs> oh my gosh. I haven't watched that movie in so long. That's probably worth a rewatch. Yeah, it's definitely, I have to go back and rewatch it because I'm sure that. John Goodman is doing stellar things on that movie, and I have to go back and rewatch just like the character side of things because it's got to be great. <laughs> it has to be. Oh my god! So, all I need from you is to because those are all my questions. I do like to ask. Uh, all I need from you is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. All right. Um, I have Facebook. I have a like page, which is All Natural Ashley, and then my Facebook page is Ashley A Wrestler. Um, my Twitter is All Natural Ashley. My Instagram is at All Natural Ashley Wrestling, and um, that that's probably about it. bet well she gave you yeah she gave you all of her wrestling handles she told you where you could find her and then more importantly you know you guys have had a lot of fun listening to this episode so like every good part of a wrestling match we gotta take it home because this is the three count podcast presents now into ring and i'm your host clifford red dog miller the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling but like every good sherpa which i like to think i am it's never about me it's about who's into the ring so who's into the ring Yes, see her right there. It is all natural, Ashley. She's right there. And uh, you guys know what to do. Tune in to the next episode and be there. Or you're really just following us all of our social media platforms. You're following us on Spotify. You're leaving us those five-star frost reviews. You even subscribe to our YouTube channel. You're liking all of our stuff. You're leaving comments. You're even buying our merch on ProWrestlingTees.com or on ForYourWear.com. You're doing all those things. You're telling your friends about us. And then in your, you know, sharing your content with all the people either you like or you don't like because we like those guys too. But anyway, you're doing all that kind of stuff or you're really just kind of waiting for this episode to end. You're waiting for that outro and you're choosing another episode to listen to. Let's get dangerous. Peace. Stop, we-, we did it. We did it. <laughs> That was fun, thank you. you gotta oh, hell that. yeah. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give subscribe, turn the bell on, turn on notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love 
listening to what you guys have to say. Also, one thing I need you to do for me, the Three Count Podcast also has merchandise. Oh! At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Three Count Pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So, show us some support, please.